This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A Belgrade man has pleaded not guilty to four charges after the FBI said he was involved in the January 6th breach of the U.S. Capitol building while Congress was certifying Joe Biden as winner of the November 2020 presidential election. According to the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, Andrew Kavanaugh appeared in federal court via video and pleaded not guilty to charges that he had picketed outside the Capitol, violently and illegally entered the Capitol, and engaged in disruptive conduct. Kavanaugh was arrested in mid-March after the FBI said it identified him in part because he wore a hat with the name of his business, Tactical Citizen, while in the Capitol. Plots on Kavanaugh's Facebook page talking about buying airplane tickets to go to Washington, D.C. were also cited as evidence. Kavanaugh was released on his own recognizance after the hearing. TC Energy, formerly TransCanada, has announced that it is terminating the Keystone XL project. President Joe Biden's January reversal of the cross-border permit that had been issued twice by President Donald Trump sealed the project's fate. Biden said he would revoke the permit even before he was elected to office. In the days leading up to his inauguration, Montana's governor and the entire congressional delegation asked Biden to reverse course and keep TC Energy's permit in play. TC Energy also made an attempt to change Biden's mind, pledging to operate the pipeline with renewable energy and build it with union labor. It was an 11th-hour bid to keep the project alive. Biden was not moved. In an executive order signed the first day in office, he said the pipeline, quote, disserves U.S. national interest and argued it's time for the country to become a global leader in alternative energy. Representative Matt Rosendale said the Biden administration has reversed over a decade of planning for our local governments, cut funding for our schools, and sacrificed the communities that were dependent on this revenue. Senator Steve Daines called the news a huge blow that has killed all hope for jobs, tax revenue, and national security that the KXL would have provided. Senator John Tester said in a statement he's bitterly disappointed about the project's termination. Quote, it's frustrating that national politics killed a project that would have yielded big benefits for our state. The Montana Petroleum Association highlighted how the project would have impacted tax rolls in a Facebook post. Quote, the proposed pipeline would have gone through 27 counties, including six in Montana. The total estimated property tax it would have generated was approximately $55.6 million spread across the 27 counties at $55.6 million per year. Today's decision means a brighter future for all Montanans. That's according to Montana Conservation Voters Executive Director Whitney Tawney. The Keystone XL Pipeline put over 71,000 outdoor recreation jobs reliant on a clean and healthful environment in jeopardy. Pipeline construction has been at a standstill for most of the year. TC Energy says it will be working through how to undo the construction that was already completed. 
The company said it will coordinate with regulators, stakeholders, and indigenous groups to ensure, quote, a safe termination and exit from the property. The state of Montana is expected to sign a new contract with the operators of the private prison near Shelby by the end of the month. The Montana Department of Corrections contract with Core Civic, which operates the 600-bed Crossroads Correctional Center, expires at the end of the month. Department of Corrections Director Brian Gutkin says his office is hopeful to have the new contract finalized by July 1st. The new contract requires additional programming, treatment, and educational opportunities. Another condition requires the prison to expand by roughly 170 beds. President Joe Biden's nominee to oversee indigenous affairs at the Interior Department said Wednesday he wouldn't impede tribes if they seek to improve infrastructure, public safety, and economy on their lands. Brian Newland appeared before the Senate Indian Affairs Committee where he received widespread support to become Assistant Secretary for Indian Affairs. Tribes have endorsed him as someone who is well-versed in the issues they face and a tribal advocate. Newland said the work will require collaboration across federal agencies driven by tribes. If confirmed by the full Senate, Newland would be responsible for maintaining the political relationship that 574 federally recognized tribes have with the federal government. Senators asked Newland to ensure that the Interior Department would respond with urgency to the epidemic of missing and slain Native Americans. They also want to preserve tribes' rights to develop gas and oil, expand broadband, seek funding for tribal water settlements, and keep in mind that, keep in mind that not all indigenous groups are similar in structure. Yellowstone National Park has had three documented close encounters with bears this spring, and park staff has produced a video discussing bear behavior, safe practices, and what to do to keep safe around the hungry and sometimes mating bears. They can weigh more than 500 pounds. Many, many people think bears are unpredictable, said lead bear management biologist and ranger Kerry Gunther, who has worked with the huge omnivores since the 1980s. Actually, quote, they're very predictable. The problem, Gunther says, is that people can't always read the warning signs, and even fewer people seem to pay attention to park staff challenged by keeping visitors and bears safe. The Last Chance Pool and Water Park will reopen in the city of Helena for the season on June 21st. Last year, the water park was shut down due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but this year the city will open the pool. Officials say right now the main lap pool and diving area are set and ready to open, but there are still a few more things to take care of, like training staff before the pool opens on the 21st. As of Thursday, state health officials reported a cumulative total of 112,690 confirmed COVID-19 cases, 104 new cases in the past week. 
There are 643 active cases, and 110,000 of those 112,000 are considered recovered. 5,381 cases have resulted in hospitalizations. 61 patients are hospitalized. 1,638 Montana deaths attributed to the disease. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio Network or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 33 states and provinces and now 21 countries on six continents. We will also post the stories on Facebook on the J. Scott and Treasure State Radio Network pages later tonight. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMR, in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.